0: Hey guys, welcome back to Chat with Charlie. So, uh, for our special guest here, I believe he's still on my Facebook <laughs> banner page. Um, one of the OGs who knew me before I was um, really doing lots with music. Um, but yeah, shout out to Lewis. Lewis YBF is the artist's name, so say hello everyone.
1: Lewis. Hey everyone, I'm Lewis. Um, yeah, professional. I don't know, I'm not a professional, but yeah. You will be, nah, this is a producer thing. Filmmaker. I don't make films, but I hope to in the future. <laughs> yeah.
0: But like, this is the, this is the thing when people are like, what's professional and what's not. It's just sort of, I don't
1: know. I don't like that box because it's like people put it in the the ten thousand hour rule, don't they? Where yeah. it's like, if you do ten thousand hours of one thing, you're a professional. I, I I don't see that. I think I've done ten thousand hours of music, but I'm far from being professional. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: I'm not even sure how many days that is to be fair, but like. Again, other people say you're amateur if you're not paid, and then you're professional if you are paid. Um, So I suppose that's another line. But then it's like, if you're getting paid like beer money, does that make you any different from somebody who's not been paid anything? Like, not really a big difference, to be fair. So.
1: And well, yeah, I mean, I've been paid for doing music, whether it's like Hmm. doing a gig or or, um, like a beat or like like my, my mates have paid me you know to do masters on some of their songs because I'm, yeah. I'm alright at that you know yeah and um, but I'm not professional you know I think I think nobody's a professional until you hit like number one you know
0: yeah but then I
1: don't want to say I'm amateur either that's the thing no you're definitely not nobody I mean you I think if you've done it for a couple of years you know if you've got some experience you know what you're doing you're definitely not an amateur yeah. I mean I'd like to think I'm not an amateur I've got like four years under my belt of you know making music well we, but yeah so,
0: we've i mean even since i've known you you've been um because for those who don't know um me and lewis we met back in our youth club um, more music so big ups to more music because they've given me loads of opportunities big and i'm sure they give you loads of opportunities as well this but um yeah yeah i this is the thing that i actually had before um that i was talking about i don't know if you remember we did a song back in um the very beginning of 2018, so I would have been about 17 back then. Back in the day. <laughs> it's called Standstill. Um, I was, I remember let's that see song. if I can yeah. let's see if I can find it. I've got it now. It will come up on the screen for the people. Um, I'm just blocking myself now in the uh the podcast thing.
1: Bear with you. Me. Have the MP3. I
0: um I got the WAV file right here. It probably plays through. You might pick it no. up through the speakers. Like the sand. I want to move up, but From the start. Uh. I had no flow just,
1: <laughs> no flow and I had no no There wasn't 808 on that song I don't think
2: I
0: don't
1: know <laughs> oh. World premiere <laughs> This was our first collab Lanny,
0: My on a like a mountain, so <laughs> The idea's old, there small, a a lot of Oh,
1: oh flow, bro that look.
0: bar's a great bar
1: it's a good bar but it's, it's a Drake a, there's bar. a little bit of flow there There
0: was a bit of a flow. The thing
1: is, like songs like that they're your like beginnings like mm. i mean on my soundcloud the the uh the, the old the old 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 songs that i put out there are still there they're just not public you know they're private yeah and i go back and listen to them and i go what was i doing what i mean when you first start making music you really don't have a clue what you're going to be doing until like the first couple of years like no. like i mean i didn't i was i was ripping like loops off the internet mm. throwing my drums out there and then putting some random tile on um on put it on the soundcloud and like this is sick this is going to be played on the radio you know i thought i was so good but now it's like you, you look at you look at it and you go no that was terrible you know it's it's more of a progression you know you can look back on them and go maybe i'm a i'm better now than i was mm. when i started making music like that yeah mm. man
0: um I think that would be a fear for anyone is that if they look back and they're thinking, oh, I miss my old music. That would be mad. I still think I'm the best. I'm probably the b- best artist, best writer that I've been um, mm-hmm. s- since. I mean, like, you know, that song there, like I said, Circles So Small, That it, well, what's the, the bar there? Circles So Small, That it looked like a period or something. I swear that Drake's got the exact same bar in um, his yeah. track for the game, 100. Like, it's just, I think, especially when it when it comes to, like, sort of, because obviously I'm a producer as well, when you start producing it you know you do copy and sort of make your own versions of people's songs and then like as a rapper i suppose you do the same but i think at that point i shouldn't have been copying people's bars do you know i shouldn't have been
1: like nah. i was was ripping people off like i i used to like take the chord progressions of like songs that i liked Mm. and i'd download the midi and just sort of like put it over some like other like preset from serum and like yeah call it my own like that's what i used to do mm. because you don't you, you look for that inspiration and you really don't know where to get it because you don't have the you know the capabilities to make a song that you know drives that inspiration when you're like starting out yeah. so you always look for like other artists and like try and like copy not copy them but like take so much inspiration from them that it's like basically mm. it you know, like a Chinese fake copy. You know. Yeah,
0: I know. But I was just like listening to like artists, and I'm thinking like, cool, X and Y flows on on a beat like this. I'm just gonna sort of copy the flow. You know, that was like kind of what it came to. And obviously now I don't do that. I've sort of got my own sort of style. And obviously you hear artists now and then. You think, oh, that's a cool. I like the pocket they found there, or I like what this person's doing with the drums, or. And you sort of, mm-hmm. you use like a little snippet of that in a certain place. But, um, yeah.
1: for the most part,
0: we don't do <laughs> well, Yeah, none <laughs> of, <that, not laughs>
1: of that no more. I do know what you mean though by like, I mean, I'll listen, I'll like just, I'll wake up in the morning and I'll just scheme music. Like I'll just, I'll just go through Spotify and put it on shuffle mm-hmm. until I hear something that I like and I'll add it to my playlist. And it's like creating this bank of inspiration where you can, um, when you can go back to it and take inspiration from artists and and one thing I've noticed is like when I listen to different genres that I don't personally make but I take a lot of inspiration from it like changes the whole aspect of how I look at music like yeah over the last couple of years I've made more ambient music and more stuff that's my style and I just sort of picked a style that uh, that I liked and I I, um, I stuck to it like I made lo-fi beats for a while and that was easy and that was like it was fun I put a few out and a couple of them did well Mm. but like since then I haven't released much but the the like more my sound has come through better Mm. rather than every lo-fi hip-hop song ever it's just you know (laughs) a four-bar loop and like Mm. some old shit dilla drums you know what I mean but yeah it's a it's uh you know it's i'm just it's a, i'm starting to get a different sound and a improvement every day you know yeah, one beat a day yeah it's definitely
0: a rule definitely a process it's definitely a process i like that when you say a beat a day though um because obviously like a few people know that i do the same thing with writing a verse every night And yeah. i think like you said you know you got to put the hours in you know when we say about what makes someone professional you got to put that ten thousand hours in if you want to be you know the sort of the greatest at your craft again i want i want to check to see quickly how many days that is 10000 hours i mean if you even if you put, put it on that google well Let's have a look well to be fair just just put it this way if you did 10000 hours this is just mental arithmetic if you put 10 hours a day into something and mm-hmm. so that's a that's 1000 days so realistically that's that's three that's just 3 years if you put three 10 years. hours every day 10 hours every day most people don't know if you put 5 hours in a day um then obviously that doubles and becomes six years rather yeah. than three years. So you're thinking realistically, most people can't put 10 hours a day into me, every single day yeah. into music. Or, you know, that's just obviously what we both do. So that's why we say music. But like, if you're putting in five hours, then it's six years. And if you're putting in two and a half hours a day, which to be honest is more reasonable for a lot of people, that's like 12 years, you know? Yeah. So you think that's a long 12 lesson? 12
1: years, yeah. But that's like the general time period of like when people start making music and then they hit their like, hmm. not peak, but like they hit their like professional level. Like nobody spends 10 hours a day making music. Even no. the most enthusiastic producer doesn't really want to spend 10 hours in front of their computer, hmm. or in front of the MPC every day, you know? So yeah. I, I, yeah. 10 10 years 12 years that sounds about right for some mm. if you're going to get to a professional level where you can pump out hits or you can make consistently good songs you know that sounds like a good you know mm. a solid time period you know. yeah i always remember i was speaking with
0: um my mate uh ashley After i have to hit him up he was in a group called um called house of pharaohs and um mm. they did a uk tour he's, he's i don't i don't believe he's any he's a part of the group anymore but um I remember we were speaking probably this time last year, just after the Spotify yearly charts and all that were announced. And I remember I was a <laughs> bit disappointed with my results. I was like, you know, I've not really done much yet.
1: But, you know, he sort I of... Didn't, he sort uh, of I, didn't, I didn't even look at it. Yeah. He sort of gave,
0: gave me a bit of a wake-up call, though. He's like, how long have you actually been doing this, Like, re- like really doing music? Because, you know, like I say, we had that standstill track, Me and You, that came out when I was 17 at the beginning of 2018, which is how many years ago now?
1: Like three three and a half years ago? Three and a half years ago now.
0: And, you know, I wrote Tell It, which is my first single on SoundCloud. Um, That was in the middle of 2017, I wrote that, summer 2017. And then my first bars were written in 2015. So, okay, cool. You know, I've got all these little... Breadcrumb trails building up, but he's like, When were you actually like really doing music? And that probably honestly, like, hand on my heart, the the time where I started putting out constant releases, constant music videos, actually promoting stuff, actually doing shows is probably summer 2019. So we're yeah. probably only two years deep right now.
1: That's the truth. I can totally get behind that, yeah.
0: And he's like, I... Five years at least, that's what he's saying five years
1: yeah i mean i i i'm on the i'm sort of on the same page for like the first couple of years i was tossing around i, I wasn't taking it seriously mm-hmm. and
2: um like it wasn't like i was, making a song was probably the last thing on my agenda for like a day or a week i wasn't taking it seriously as i like but uh, like on like i'm sort of on your boat in the sense like i've only really been putting you know graft and effort into my production for the last year like mm. ever since i like lockdown started mm. and we were shutting doors and i, I would, like school was off I had, I had so much time on my hands yeah that was that was when i first started taking it seriously and, and you know like not to like to my own horn but i think my production level went all the way up i mean mm. every every couple days or so i'll put a little unreleased demo or whatever on my story and it'll be it'll be just like an iphone recording of the file mm. but like if i go back and i like should, on the on the stories archive i can see you know what i was making back then and what i was making now and it's on to two different sides of the spectrum compared to when i was not really taking it seriously and i was just fucking around mm. to now where i'm like you know i, I try to put detail and i, I more brains into the craft and I, and I mm. take it seriously you know mm. and it's something that I'm really you know I live by nowadays like there's not a day where I go but it goes past where I'm like I, I need to you know finish that song I need to take this idea and I I mean I carry a notebook around with me all the time not for like melodic ideas or anything to do with music but it's just ideas that I get on the spot mm. you know I'm not I'm not prepared yet to release any big projects there is one in the works yeah, but yeah. not right now. I think, I think it's all about building those ideas and then selecting those those few that are just awesome and they and they click, you know.
0: Mm. Yeah, I like that though when you talk about the uh, the archive feature and you can go back and see, and see sort of where you were. Because um, funny enough, we had a, um, I don't know if anyone's seen this. It was a documentary for uh, Grow Up some Grow Up someday, which was the uh, the, the, the sort of the first proper music video i did um you know as part of the ep you're in the music video if you remember if anyone's seen sure that this is yeah. the guy skating um but that was like the, the the documentary of that it kind of it's kind of sweet because that sort of encapsulates you know 18 just gone 18 year old charlie um charlie j so well and my mindset and the way i am and i remember you know, we talked briefly earlier about looking back and saying that like we all we all hope that we look back on our music and see how far we've come. And that's like a benefit and it's like a positive change. But I remember it would have been probably March 2019, like re-watching that um, behind the scenes video and thinking what happened, which I think is mad. I, again, I don't think too many people know this um, really, but I was in quite a low part of my life in um, mm-hmm. just the beginning of March 2019. Um, I was with, with my ex, who um, don't want to get into it, but she, she wasn't a nice person. Um, I was dealing with, suffering with anxiety for the, like realizing what it was for the first time. And um, my family were living in a two bedroom house, there's a five of us, but I just remember looking back and thinking I was so hopeful, I was so full of full of life. And, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of it was a wake up call in a sense. It was a bit of a wake up call to look back and see how I was. But now I can look back and I'm, you know, I'm in a good place now. I'm happy now. Yeah. You know, I'm not. My my life situation's changed. I'm making the best music I've ever made. I'm making money off music, which is another thing, which is amazing. Um. But yeah, it's just interesting looking back just to see how, as a person, as well, not just musically, but just as a person, how we were, thanks to these features.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's interesting like you talk about i i i i remember in in 2019 it wasn't the best year it wasn't the you know the mm. worst year but it was a year where it was like i first started liked hit. I, I started to hit adulthood in a sense where i understood that mm. <laughs> you know I, this, how things work and mm. um you talk about when you break up with a girl I don't know what it is. Mm. But it starts this this fucking fire in the brain where you just want to hit the studio, you want to make music and I don't know if it's if it's you want to make the person jealous mm. or if it's you want to show that you're not who that who you were back then. Mm. But we I mean I I'm sure you can agree with me that when when stuff like that happens it just makes you want to go harder at you know craft yeah. and it makes you want to grind harder than you ever have yeah Almost, you know what i mean
0: yeah <laughs> i get that i get that to be honest i've probably been num- numbed by it a bit i'm not gonna lie i've probably been numbed by it a bit i've had a lot of times where it's happened where there's been people i've been i've been dating or whatever it's not worked out and then i'm just like Ugh. it just gets to the point now yeah. where you sort of you just sort of move on I'm, I'm someone who i don't believe in waiting for moments of inspiration to make art um yeah and obviously something like that is a moment of inspiration that you can draw from. Yeah. But I just believe in like consistency, routine, and then that builds itself. Um, so I, I always try and stay level when it comes to, to making my music. Because I feel like if you're too reliant on those things... Again, you don't want to be making stupid decisions. You don't want to be like consciously Gosh. going like, right, I want to get into this toxic relationship because... I'm going to write oh, yeah. the, the best album about toxic relationships. It's just not a healthy way to live things, you know, like, but
1: yeah, I understand. Like this is, I'm going to tell a little story here and it's a bit personal, but fuck it. It's cool. Yeah. It's for the podcast. Yeah. Right. For like all of high school, there was this one girl that I fucking liked. All right. Yeah. And yeah. I never told her, I never told her and I, and it bonded me, but right at the end of year 11, mm. me and her started speaking and it was chill. Mm. Um, and it and it, and it, I thought it would last, you know. Mm. I thought it was a thing. And then and then and then she said that it's not gonna work out. Mm. And I just I sort of took it on the chin. But it taught me a valuable lesson that, you know, it doesn't matter how much you put put much effort in. It doesn't. It doesn't matter matter, matter how much effort you put into something. It doesn't matter how perfect something must seem. May not work out. Do you know Mm. what I mean? As far as like as far as relationship goes, it just it just doesn't work sometimes. Mm. You know, and of course I I get bummed out about it, Mm. and it's like oh fuck, you know I miss that person. It's like losing someone, but at the end of the day, it will never work out, and it's for the better. Yeah, I'm sure you can understand. You've been there where it's like, you know, you really love someone or you really like them, and you and you just want to you know spend time with them, but. Mm. It just it can't be. Yeah, you know, no, that, that's true. It's a deep one. It's deep, but that taught me a valuable lesson in life that some things just aren't really meant to be. Uh, and yeah. For the, if I I respect that from. From her and from from you know, it, it's like a it's like a it's like one of those first lessons that everyone should learn that, you know, things just don't work out and you have to take it on the chin. Yeah. I was trying to get deep. I know. I, yeah, yeah, you know, no. I know what you
0: mean, but I always find it funny though cuz um, obviously being a producer is a little different. Um you can make vibes that inspired by people, but it's never always like you know what I mean, if someone listens, they can't tell as alright this this person made a beat about me or about us or yeah. something.
1: But of course, me being the amount of songs I have on my hard drive right now, yeah, that are like sob stories, mm. like metaphoric sob stories, is unbelievable. Mm. They're never gonna see the light of day because that's a bad decision. Yeah, but they're there like a diary, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, some people can relate to that stuff though, the vibes and the feelings. So sometimes it's good to, to put it out. But um, yeah, now nah, when you like me to verbalize verbalize things, sometimes you know, I write about my life. So obviously, you know, these conversations have come up a few times. Oh, is that song written about me, Charlie? And all this. I remember. Um, yeah, It's cool now. I don't, I don't hear from the girl anymore. But um, yeah, my, my EP, Middle Times, um, that was actually tracks, uh, th- the moment. And yeah. part of memories were inspired by one girl in particular. And I also put, put a poem out. In, um my first spoken word poem, what was it called? Lost. That was that was yeah. directly inspired by a conversation we we'd had, and um, I remember like you know d- didn't didn't work out or whatever. But I just remember you know she just sort of hit me up that day. She just checked my story or something, and I just like messaged her, and I'm like, oh yeah, yo, did you check the poem out? And she's like, yeah. It's like, can I ask you? And I'm like, yeah, what is it? So like, is this poem about me? And I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> I was just honest <laughs> about it because you got but yeah, you gotta be honest. <laughs>
2: There's no hiding it, you know. Well,
0: like. <laughs> You can sort of hide it to an extent, but I always remember my ex was like, "I don't want you writing anything about me." But I think that was deep down, she knew that she was a bad person. I don't know. How I was sort of open about yeah. this, so like she's. I mean, don't get me wrong. Look, I was naive. I was young. I should have known better. Yeah. But um, that's why she didn't want me writing anything, because she knew it was it wouldn't be good. But like, you know, this this other girl, like that, I wrote a poem about, in like middle times. You know, this it's it's not like in a negative light or a negative aspect. It's, um, you know, it's a, it's a respectful, respectful one. And it's sort of like, yeah. you know, I guess things didn't work out type of vibe. And I suppose there's nothing wrong with that, but it's always a weird one. Like, I've never had anyone write a song about me. So I can't really say, say what it's yeah, like from the interview. Um, I, I don't
1: think boys get that, that, that distinction nah. anymore. Like people writing songs about them. But
0: yeah, if, if somebody out know. there has written a song about me or Lewis let us know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let
1: us know. I want to see that DM so, yeah. yeah I mean, I understand what you mean a hundred percent. Like it's mm. like, it. All respect to, you know, um, to the to to the woman in a relationship where it doesn't work out. You know, mm. there's no. I used to get pissed off. You know. Yeah. When you when you'd like split ends with someone and it pissed me off but now I'm older and I get it that things don't work out mm. and it doesn't annoy me I get maybe a little bit sad mm. but at the end of the day it's like a respectful thing you know you're she in my reality she was doing something and I was doing the other thing mm. and there was no time we were going in separate directions you know Yeah, yeah. so that, and that's how it was but um, yeah you just gotta respect it you mm. gotta respect that's you know it's not going to work out
0: anyway yeah i'll see yeah uh, i think we
1: should get off this yeah, man. Women. it's just it's like uh, a relationship sticky. podcast
0: <laughs> ooh no um yeah i don't i don't know shit about that topic anyway going on uh, going forward um live shows how the live shows been for you now then lewis you had any sense? um
2: not a single
1: thing but yeah let me think um last live show i did one live stream yeah on twitch Mm-hmm. where it was just me on my computer for four hours making beats <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. you know um but apart from
2: like live show i haven't got offered actually mm-hmm. tomorrow night i've got a dj set on a london radio station nice um plus one fm yes. tune in yeah this but, it's yeah. probably
0: probably happened by the time this comes out by the time this comes out it's probably oh yeah
2: no shit yeah it's already happened yeah get it on demand yeah but, wait that's the only thing i mean ever since all this like covid stuff i hate banging on about covid who mm. do you know who wants to talk about it nowadays let's just leave it but mm. ever since covid came came about it, it all went downhill as far as like live shows and getting like um booked for shows i mean i had you know we had plans to do you know me and my friends like friends up here that do music now Mm. and the connections i've got we you know we have plans to throw events and rent out certain spaces and because um you know there's quite a lot of reach around here for like people want to party you know people want to have a good time yeah so we were planning on that but it just never could work out in that sense that like we could it wasn't possible with the restrictions at the time Mm. so so we just kind of fell back but we're hoping to get up and running and doing events and like out more content you know um i've been working on a lot a lot of like short films and sort yeah. of music video type things and animations and, and just music in general that i'm starting to put out yeah not well not starting to put out but hopefully soon and maybe, maybe this time you know this time next year or somewhere like that i'll put out a full project and i'll get the ball rolling again because ever since lockdown i've sort of hid away and not had Mm. Um not had a lot of not not saying a lot of time, but I've not had a lot of energy mm. or um I don't know how to put it, uh, enthusiasm to put out any material because it's like what's you know, I can't I can't like there's no I'm not seeing anyone, you know what I mean? I could release yeah. it but there's no like I couldn't speak to anyone, I couldn't go see anyone about setting up this event for this event or like even like a live like album release or yeah I even do just that. playing a simple dj set at, like a club you know mm. i mean I never do it oh it's breaking up a little <laughs> <laughs> so. and, uh, and, like,
0: work yo one set lewis is just break it up is that mine
2: or yours i don't know i think it's mine's okay i'm hardwired oh, it's, it's, in.
0: it's better now mine's hardwired in now as well so you were oh, just right. talking about live sort of releases um like a live you can't beat. you couldn't do like a live release
2: yeah i was saying i didn't want to I didn't want to put anything out because there was no, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't ever like go out to see people and, mm. uh, sort of like, I don't know, like, you know, live promotion, like do, do an event to, to sort of get the, the ball rolling on all of that. But mm. yeah, I mean, um, but now we're slowly easing out of it. Hopefully, mm. hopefully there's not going to be another one. Yeah. Um, another lockdown so hopefully i'm gonna put put out some materials in and uh, get the ball rolling again on the whole music career you know yeah (laughs) instead of instead of like i haven't posted in a whole year you know i mean i haven't posted on instagram in a year in a a whole year i haven't released a song on spotify in two just because i've been like not not i I would call it practicing you know what i mean when Mm. when it's like training when when you're in the music and you're in when you're on the software and you're listening to music and making music I mean that's building ideas and mm. I hope to soon release all of the best ones you know like mm. a best of collection mm-hmm. and, and call it something cool and do some cool art for it and mm. have a good time you know yeah man. yeah
0: I just sort of I don't know I I I, I get that but it's just weird like my approach is different of a lockdown I put out loads of music during lockdown um yeah
2: I've, you've been grinding it you know you've been you've been smashing it
0: yeah my my ep came out during both my ep's i released this year i did a collab project with uh, a guy called emilio miles he's a producer um yeah that was february so that was like depths of a lockdown um my ep came out um a couple of days before my birthday i remember my 21st birthday was in lockdown my 20th birthday was in lockdown do you know like and then my ep came out it was in lockdown Whenever I had a chance where we could meet like one person, like local, um, I was like doing a music video for a track or something like that. It was just just mad to be fair, just just
2: non stop, like Huh. Yeah. I know what you mean. Mm. Sort of breaking up a little bit, but I think we're back on the like, connection. Yeah. But yeah. I think I think I think it affected people in different ways. Like for lockdown for me, it was more of an opportunity just to get good at music in general. Mm. To like perfect those arts of like producing a good song. And I've done it, you know, I've got a hundred ideas and a hundred files on my phone that I can just put out there one day. And, you know, show the world what I've been making during lockdown. But it also gave other people a chance to put out content because people were locked inside their houses all they could do was sort of like watch youtube or listen to music or do that yeah. so i think you 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 banged it in the sense because you sort of capitalized on that and you've grown so much ever since you know mm. early 2020 mm. to now
0: yeah i think that's more fashion. i just feel thank you i feel it's just more the quality that's improved more than anything um rather than any reach or growth or i don't even i can't tell you the numbers of my instagram followers at the beginning of 2020 versus now but um i always feel i can be more consistent even more so um but i don't know we we, we just have to see um it was interesting for me though throughout the whole pandemic i mean the whole pandemic um i was working yeah I, I still worked at my job, regular job, you know, uh, I was working at Tesco and, um, I started to do that. Like, I know that a lot of people were at home, but it was just weird for me because I, it was like, my life was similar in a sense that I still had to go to work, you know, I'm still driving there. I still see people at work, but the things I enjoyed most, you know, even if it was like going to the gym or whatever, making, making music I could do, but performing it stopped happening. So.
2: Yeah. Mm. It just sort of put everything on pause for everyone, didn't it? Mm. And I bet that was weird, just having like a sort of normal. Re- what well, did you have a normal routine during lockdown, or was it? I did.
0: Yeah.
2: The thing is, if if it, it messed up my whole world in the sense, like, I would be getting up in the morning because you know I'm I was just still at school during lockdown. You know, I was just finishing yeah. high school. Mm. And i'd be getting up in the morning and hopping on the bus to school and go and see my friends and sitting in the classroom for six hours you know that's that was the usual day like daily routine for me
0: mm.
2: and then it was like shut down like like a quarter of a way through year 10 they mm. were like we won't see you until year 11 you know just stay at home and and they set up the whole live you know teams like the whole live thing where it was like mm. where we were getting taught online and then it would like it it, it kind of messed me up I'd like just coming out of lockdown and, and starting college and, and being out more is weird it kind of it kind of put me in my ass a little bit to be fair because i was so mm. used to just like sitting sitting in my room and having no like yet to like zero physical contact or social mm. contact with anyone and like you know having um and going out and you know having a laugh mm. i was just sat in my room you know and then when it and when it all started to open up and I see my mates again and I was um back at school, it kinda of, was like, What? Like I don't know how to approach any of this, you know. Yeah. Like, I always for almost forgot how normal living was, but Yeah, yeah. I'm just getting into the hang of it now. Mm, I still feel that a bit.
0: I feel yeah. like, you know, um Socialising and social skills. I used to be like a huge people person. I think now yeah. I'm like quite particular with the people that I really like and get on with. Like you know, if you're you're if you're my guy, you're my girl. Like, and we good, then that's good. But beyond that, like, I'll say hi and all that. So, but I'm not what I used to be. But that's to me, that's that's not a lack of social interaction. That's the wrong social interactions because of work. Um, people used to just come in stressed and used to bring out all their ang- anger onto us who were working in the shop. So it was kind yeah. of like, well, you know, what can you, what can you do? But again, I'm 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 grateful to say that you know I'm. It did the job, you know. What I worked at, it's a job for a reason. Um, it helped me get on my feet, um, but now I no longer work there. So, yeah, I'm free, yeah, free. I'm what free. you want to do? Free man,
2: yeah. What's freedom like on the other side? On the other side of working a bullshit job, because I worked a, a, a little job at Maland for like a month, yeah, and I hated it. Mm. It was terrible. I, 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 in the exact same situation people just coming in angry and asking for like this size that size, just like mm. i, I must, i'm 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 sociable to the point where I can hold a conversation with someone and I can make conversation with people mm. but like like constant like stuff like that I don't fare well with it really. I just like to sort of live by my own means and not be told what to do in the sense like mm. a, a job for me. A job for me would be the ideal job for me would be, not living by my own rules, but mm. having a, a sort of creative thing where I can put my own personality into it, and I can like enjoy it. You know, mm. nobody wants to be working at Co-op or tesco's or whatever, You know, yeah, or yeah. Mattelan. People just want to be doing their own thing, and I think. I think that's an ever-growing thing now, where people are not going into like labor jobs and usually usual nine to five, and people are trying to like make their hobby into a full-time job. You know, nowadays that's I... a ever-growing thing. And you know? I mean, I'm all for it. I've been trying to make this music thing work
1: mm-hmm.
2: for the last two years now, and I'm, I'm 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 hoping that one day I can go, yeah, this is my job now. I'm I make music, maybe one day
0: it's a weird you know? it's a weird one um i think it's like a double-edged sort of sword because um that, that the people not wanting to do the no- normal normal put in inverted commas jobs because you know re- real wages are down not to get too political about everything but real wages are down versus the price of the living price of living stupid but most yeah. homes are paying like 130 odd extra quid as of today like electrics and gas and all that and it was like today is where we recorded it you just think like yeah, minimum wage minimum wage, working at a job doing like manual labor, or whatever, that doesn't cut it anymore. That's the doesn't. thing, like, a caveman didn't have to have a side hustle. He was out here yeah. killing saber toothed tigers and mammoths and all that, and bringing the yeah. home and his, you know, his, his the girlfriends or whatever, the mothers would look after the children. Maybe some of the mothers would go on a hunt, you know, we didn't have all of this gender stereotypes as we got these days, but, um, he didn't have to have a side hustle. He didn't have to come home from the hunt and then he'd have to go on the internet and try and sell a service just to get by.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, okay, it's cool. Stupid. I know people are going to be like, yeah, but we've got all this technology and modern stuff. And I get that. But it's just that as time goes by now, it's like you have 24 hours in a day and people are like, that's 24 hours you can be earning money. So people start these side hustles. People start this these extra jobs outside of work. And sometimes some of them take off. And that's where we end up in a position like I am. Where it's like Yeah. Yeah, it's better than doing my my job at Tesco, so
1: Yeah. Hundred percent. It's an interesting like as as soon as you catch on to that little flame and you have that little spark where you can like truly turn mm. what you want to do into a job, I think that's like mm. the most ideal situation. You just gotta run with that torch, you know. You just I mean, I I want to I want to do music full time. But there's also a lot of other things that I want to do. Mm. I want st- to, I want to do film. I want to do, I want to do the music thing. I want to, you know, design clothes, or mm. tour the world, or do photography or whatever it is. Mm. You gotta find a way to make it possible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It doesn't doesn't start off like it's not something that can just be funded by a parent. You know, it's mm. got like you gotta you gotta put the grind in. I think. I think that's that's what every musician wants is to is to be able to live off their own two feet and um, do it full time and and you know sort of have a have a i don't know how to what to call it have a um uh fuck, you gotta help me out <laughs> <laughs> like have a, it come income off music uh, what are you looking for no i mean no i mean have a have a platform platform where it's where they can they can just they can build off it and then mm. that eventually turns into a a job or a, or a living mm. or just a living. Life. I think I prefer the term living idea a living, I than a job. Yeah, you know,
0: that's yeah. better. Yeah, I'm gonna say that. Being said, just to wrap it up, though, what is the plans then for the future for you as we move forward?
1: Ooh, yeah, I want to put out a project, I mean, a big one. I I've promised a project for like two years. Yeah, I've made posts via Instagram saying that it's gonna come out on this date. Yeah. and then I delete the post and I go, it's not ready. Mm. But I think now, I think I'm, 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 uh, I'm ready to put out something big and put a bit of money into it and a bit of effort. Yeah, and uh, I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's the way forward. But I'm, I'm having, I mean, I'm having quite a chill time nowadays. I've got a lot of agenda. You know, I go to college, I come home. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm hop on the hop on the computer and mm. I just make music. So I think that's the way forward right now. You just got a our little project. You you got maybe a, at the maybe at the end of this year mm. or maybe early next year. But that's yeah, what it
0: like. like I say, you're still young, so you got all the time in the world. So I all the time in the world, we got to remember. But yeah, like I say, Lewis, yeah, been a pleasure speaking to you as always. You too. Leave we'll it there.